Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to Man Baggage. My name's Russell Kane. This is the safe space ah, where we get people together, we drill into their heads and we try and ask the question of our time. How do men's brains work? What's going wrong with men? Is there such a thing as toxic masculinity? If so, how do we purify that? This is the British filter of toxic masculinity, pouring a clean and refined fluid of men out the other end. That came out wrong, but you know what I mean. You're probably sat next to a Neanderthal in bed could be a husband, could be an uncle, could be a brother. What makes that hairy ape, or more lately waxed ape, in the corner of the room, what makes him tick? (laughs) What's going on? And the people asking these questions are not men, it's girls. So this is a podcast for everyone. It's like a a manual for people that want to know, why does my man dot, dot, dot. We have all types of men on here. We've had gay, straight, non-binary, drag artists. And there's a disappointing amount of patterns occurring. You would think people would get, well, how can you make a pattern, man? We're all human and we're also different. You can't really put labels on things. But no, time and time again, worrying patterns have come about. And that's what we're here. We're here to study those patterns and see if we can learn and improve. And today we're talking about self-control. And we're very blessed to have in the building how would i describe him? tv personality model all-round nice guy and also my favorite prize it's not hillary mantel it is another booker it's eyal booker <laughs> the, hello, bo- hello. the booker Thank prize you. winner and uh, it's good it's good to see you man so where are you are you in america or are you in london where are you i'm here in london at the moment here in london go back to la for christmas why are you in la Fa- family or or work or just lifestyle no not family um girls girls everywhere self-control girls you know chasing them um you must have said that before (laughs) you must have said that before i haven't but i will now i'll take that back to la with me um yeah quality of life work opportunity everything seems to be bigger in the u.s Mm. so the potential with the scope the money the women, yeah. the life is pretty fun. And eventually the, blo- eventually the blood sugar if you follow the traditional diet. <laughs> well, we can't just have two really good looking men talking to each other. It would just be such a boring show because the problem is with men talking to each other about how men's brains work is we drift into things we wish were true or sexist stereotypes. Well, you know what girls are like. That's why we have to have a strong female energy, a feminine powerhouse to call bullshit 
on the horrific things that are probably not true that might pour out of our mouths. And today I'm joined by my own missus, Lindsay Kane, the female auditor. Hello. The house, the lady of lords, taking the white paper for verification of every observation. And we're talking about self-control, as I said. Just to give it a quick definition, restraint exercised over one's impulses, emotions or desires. Very simple. Everything from ordering a pizza to accidentally wanking in Asda. Two things <laughs> I've done this week. It's not just about me. It's, the, it's everyone else's impulses. So I'm, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you straight away. Book a prize. It's not an easy question to answer. There is no right answer if you're trying to be Gen Z and get triggered on Twitter. We're just answering it to be provocative. But do you think men or women have more self-control in your experience? So this is mums, aunties, girlfriends, American friends, British friends, Love Island, Normal Island. In my experience, I think women have more self-control from what I've experienced. I think there's a small percentage of men that project the ultimate level of self-control which is this whole you know 5am club read 20 pages no wanking no sex i was with you you until the third one the third one sounded like a great day (laughs) as soon as i've done those 20 pages i immediately ejaculate (laughs) depends what you're reading i guess um (laughs) but no in my experience i think i think women do lynn's would you agree with that I think it completely depends, like stereotypically. I think men have probably got less self-control when it comes to other women in relationships. I think there's a larger proportion of men that cheat because they've got the opportunity, so therefore lack self-control. But then would you differ? Would you say that it's the other way around? Let me tell you, I've seen some crazy behaviour from women that are in relationships in probably the past five years when I always thought it was men that instigate and men that cheat more. And I'm not oh. saying either side does it more, yeah. but I'm just saying that... that a reality check. So women are ca- on yeah. the catch-up, basically. Do you know what? You're not the first person to Hold say that second, on here. Hold a second, because it, it we, sounds we to of... me like Yal's could be the one they're being crazy with. I don't know about I'll just witness behaviour. <laughs> yeah, I witnessed you know? it. <laughs> Beneath, <laughs> literally underneath you. Uh, <laughs> So, so you think, so girls are given as good as they get nowadays? For sure. Basically. I think so. Think? And I think it might be because of male behaviour in the past. So they're like, if you can't beat them, join them type thing. Yeah, kind of thing. Possibly. I don't know yeah. whether that's going to get me into trouble for well, saying there's, it, there's just... probably a lot of women out there with no, shit. There's probably a lot want. of women out there with shit boyfriends who a generation ago for would sure. have resisted. Go, My boyfriend's treating me like shit. He cheats on me. Fuck it. I'm going to go to the D tree and harvest. The D tree. <laughs> People are just questioning their morals more and more and finding more. They're exposed to more. They want more. They want to experience more across the board. So everyone's kind of just fucking throwing shit to the wall and losing their minds. So LA sounds amazing. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> What's that on the Could wall? Be just an LA don't, thing. Don't analyze the wall. Don't go near the wall. That's all I'm saying. It's a great party, but don't lean on the wall. <laughs> That's really interesting. Well, That's very well. It's a study know. I've mentioned before um, to do with big data. There's, there's stuff coming in now where we're beyond the because if you stop people in the street in a survey, even men on their own and women on their own, and ask them, you get the same results. Seventy percent of men watch porn. Thirty percent of women. Eighty percent of men have cheated. Thirty percent of women. It's the same answers as it was a generation ago. But what we can do now is we can crunch Google data 
And we know, Google knows whether the person using the search engine is a man, a woman, white, black, young, old. So we're able to get the real stats based on what people are Googling. So I've cheated on my boyfriend, what should I do? As, is Googled as many times <laughs> as I've cheated on my girlfriend, what shall I do? Almost. We know women are watching... Oh, I think I've cheated. We, we know women are watching nearly the same amount of porn as men, but most women in the high street would not admit that. So big data tends to back up what you're saying, Yeah, That's very interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm more interested in the first thing you said, though, which was, you know, 20 pages, 5 a.m., in that maybe it's not a boy-girl thing. Maybe it's seen as a masculine trait, that control, that rigidity of approach to, to oneself. I think we see all, especially high-performance athletes, that kind of preach this level of self-control. We, we see the top... 1% of business leaders or billionaires that all seem to preach the same level of self-control in order to get as much done as possible, which I understand and I respect. And I think that it's essentially, it does make sense. But self-control is, you know, when you first defined self-control, it also makes me question, you know, if it makes you abstinent from everything and it's about you know not experiencing pleasure or not acting on your impulses and doing mm. the things you want then if you have the ultimate amount of self-control where do you live yeah there's a sweet spot maybe for success this has been it, i mean it is important for success it, it has been studied that was the the marshmallow experiment conducted it was back in the 70s when everyone still had pubes do you remember who remembers pubes uh, by the stanford university <laughs> a marshmallow um or some other desirable treat was placed in front of a child and the child was told that they would get a second treat if they resisted temptation for 15 minutes. So this, you know, they knew they would get more if they could just hold out for 15 minutes. If they succumbed to the treat, they only got the one. If they waited, they got the second one. The children were able to control their urge to the treat were later on scoring higher exams and had fewer behavioural problems. So there is a link between some degree of self-control when you're young, younger and success. However, we in this context, it's being defined as exam results. I suppose you could push back on that, Aniel, and say, but you, but what is success? Maybe success is having no control <laughs> and waking up in Arizona after no, a peyote mushroom. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's, there's a balance within it all. You know, there's, you have yeah. to have self-control in order to know what's right from wrong and to have some kind of morals and values about you but i think if your self-control allows you to not experience anything in life then you get to the end of your life and you have all these regrets because you had the ultimate amount of self-control yeah. to fluff up your ego and to tell everyone that you know this is how much self-control i have look at me as yeah, yeah, mr yeah. big bollocks but do you die with loads of regrets? Yeah, and bollocks that should have been significantly <laughs> shrunken from activity and by the sun. Blue balls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what you want is raisin bollocks and a smile on your face, lads. So, uh, do you think it's nature or nurture, Lins? Now, we have a seven year old, so I'm going to say nature because from very early on, I could tell. Minna, that's our daughter. I could tell what type of personality, what level of control, what level of excitement, impulsiveness, and all of those things. But basically, like me when I was little. And I'm wondering, I'm sure, I'm sure we can tweak it along a continuum and we can work on ourselves and we can develop ourselves. It's probably easier to become a less controlled person if you're overly self-controlled and being high performance than it is to travel the other way, I would think. 
So if you're someone with no self-control whatsoever and that's the way you've been made, it must be quite hard later in life to suddenly get your ducks in a row. Whereas if you're doing your 5am and 20 pages and you have like a fuck, I'm going to be dead soon moment, all you've got to do is not get up at 5am. All you've got to do is not do your 20 pages. Much harder to stick to a diet, stick to this, stick to that over a long period of time. I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's nature in the sense that, but then it's nurture because everyone's perspective is very different. I'm one of three brothers and then I've got a little sister who's much younger than me. Me and my three brothers are the closer in age. You know, one is the eldest one is an entrepreneur and started his own company and was very business minded and focused and could concentrate. My our middle brother, Tal, is now in recovery as an addict and is doing incredibly well as a tattoo artist, but took that route into addiction, whether that's nature or nurture, who knows? And then there was me who kind of just fuck knows what I do, but I seem to do something. (laughs) You decorated the marshmallows, then you ate them. (laughs) (laughs) And my little sister is, she's 18 and we grew up together, but not as close. And she's kind of, she embodies a lot of my mum's spirit in terms of this like powerful, independent woman. But the three of us brothers were nurtured in very, very similar ways, but yet all probably view our upbringing very differently. Hmm. It's really fascinating. So would you sort of say that your friends have probably played, your, your the surroundings have played a part in your choices? I think our surroundings, although our friends have all kind of enmeshed into each other as we got older, but I think our our perspective on everyone else's relationship with each other within the family and who felt loved and who didn't because of their own understandings and insecurities and and you know who felt that they were you know looked over or didn't which then resulted in in behaviors that occurred in order to look for attention and gratification and mm, interesting it's interesting isn't it well let's move on to the, some of the sexism of it i'll ask you first Lindsay, for obvious reasons but if we get two equally self-controlled people i love i'm loving this example of up at 5 a.m reading your 20 pages i may may make 10k before lunchtime do my workout in the afternoon we all know men and women like that but do you think when a man is like it's it's more self-respected and less mocked than when a woman is like it do you think a woman is given less permission to be like that, Lindsay, in our society? Yeah, I think, well, Instagram, social media is full of the 5am people and all these annoying people. <laughs> um, and I think I, I think a lot of it's fake. I think you're going to get a tiny percentage of people that are like that. But I think some of it's for show. But I don't think it's sustainable for most people. Mm. So they attempt it. I've tried the 5am. I'm a night owl. I'm not even going to try and pretend that I'm a 5am person. I've tried it. It didn't work for me. Our lives are different. It's just not sustainable. And I think then it has a knock-on effect of failure, feeling people feel like they're failing and stuff. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. If a woman presents that you're on a first date and she's like, I do this and I do that and I do that, there is a sort of sexist stigma. Women are punished more by society. They're looked as less yeah. sexually attractive. They're looked as less this, less that, this, whatever. See, I find a, you know, a, a strong-headed woman quite attractive and somebody that goes out and gets it is somebody that I'm attracted to. So I fluctuate between this self-controlled lifestyle of waking up early, of training, of doing everything that I can do to be the best possible version of myself. And then I get excited like a little kid and I go out until 5am and I party and I, you know, yeah. you know, want to have my cake and eat it. And so I bounce between the two. But if I was in that state of discipline and doing that routine, I would want somebody to match that with me so yeah, that yeah. Yeah. I'm not being nagged at for waking up early and it's like, oh, why can't you stay in bed with me an hour later? Or, you know, why you, why do you care so much about the gym? It's like, oh, she loves it too. Yeah, you want a bit of flexibility, don't you? I hear what you're both saying. What I'm asking you a slightly different question. I'm asking you how society, if you look at Drag Dragon's Den, for example, right? You look at them and you see Deborah Meaden sat there, one of the wealthiest women in the country, extremely powerful, extremely successful woman, an amazing woman. And you see a, a, a man next to her doing the same thing. I think society looks at a woman like that a different way. Like, like she's not as much of a woman because self-control is a masculine trait. You see what I mean? Regardless of what our personal yeah. preferences are, We'll go into that in a minute when we go on to dating and relationships. I'm asking whether society is sexist in its nature when it comes across a woman with loads of self-control as opposed to a man. If, if they were equal, if all that was different was the gender or the sex, should I say these days, unless I want to be fucking cancelled. Do you see what I mean? I think men, like you, Stephen Bartlett's and stuff like that, they're attractive, they're successful, they're this, they're that, they're like superhuman. But then you've got someone like Chrissy Seller, who the fitness, beautiful woman, she's probably looked at, and she's spoken about it on the, the Diary of a CEO podcast with Stephen himself about how she's viewed differently. You know, she's pretty and therefore she can't be these certain yeah, things. So I, I think mean, 100%... That. Women are viewed differently. Very minute, you know. If, if a man's going, no, I want this done a certain way. A guy's like, oh god, yeah, no, he's, you know, he's, you know, he knows what he wants. Oh yeah. Whereas a woman says it, it's like, oh, you're a bit sassy, you're a bit bossy, aren't you? And it's like, no, I'm paying for it, so fucking do it. I think women are completely viewed differently. Yeah, I think we only have to look at history and the way that women have been treated and being discouraged or not allowed to have positions of power in their masses to know that men are viewed as more desirable if they are more successful and and women sadly up until I think recently when times are changing it now gets viewed differently but there's still that deep rooted feeling embedded in society with your toxic masculine type of male 
who believes that men should be doing one role and women should be doing the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to ask you both personally about how you've used self-control in your own career trajectory, you've illustrated quite nicely that you're, you're a mix. Yeah, sometimes you're at the gym, sometimes you want to just eat quavers in bed and party. But have you sort of weaponized and used it to advance yourself? I mean, obviously being a model... There's a direct link between how many, I would have thought, how many hours you're spending in the gym, how good you look and how much you're working. You know, it's funny because it's really weird when I got asked to do this podcast because self-control at this moment in time, I actually feel quite out of control. Right, with interesting. the way that I've been potentially just taking things to an extreme and not controlling the things that I can in order to get like, to the Like what, step. if you're okay talking about just, it? Just probably going out, partying too much, drinking a little bit too much, having a bit too much fun because the opportunity is always there, but knowing that nothing really good ever comes from it. You know, it's it's the same shit in a different place. But I get like a kid in a candy shop and I'm excited and I'm single and there's, you know, hot girls everywhere and it's like... You know, fuck, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, but you can sleep when you're dead, you know. I think a lot of men say, agreeing, that sounds really stressful. We're all all really feeling for you right now. (laughs) But there's there's also a lot that I still want to achieve, the things that I want to do and the things that I want to make happen in my future. And I know that I can only do that if I'm on my A game, if I'm doing the things I need to do. But you said about, you know, modelling and fitness. Fitness has been the most constant thing in my life for as long as I can remember. And that, for me takes a huge amount of self-control because most days I'm in the gym by 8 or 9 a.m. and I've done a pretty intense workout for an hour and then I'm ready to take on my day. Self-control in other ways is learning to say no. Can I just ask you, because I've been a single man who's been on telly of doing the, oh, I do comedy for a living. (laughs) So it's the two things that are going to end up with a busy bedroom is if you've got abs or a sense of humour, right? And if you've got both prepare for pelvic injury <laughs> and uh so as a man I, uh, like i'm not saying this to try and be glib although i am a little bit it is almost impossible to say no no little boys are ever sat down but 12 13 year old by their dad and go one day a beautiful woman's going to come up to you and she's going to sleep with you you don't have to do it son i, I was <laughs> never given that talk quite the opposite my dad's like fucking no. smash everything like a greek with a plate <laughs> when so if you find yourself in the unusual position of a man receiving lots of female, and it is an unusual position and probably alienating lots of people listening, but you might any gentleman listening find yourself in a miniature version of it where you're happily married and there's temptation, there's a new girl at work or whatever. Men are, we're not just weak like sperm banks. We're not taught how to say no. We're not educated that no is an option as a man. You're not. No, I've never, yeah. ever been told until I was 25 and in relationships with women threatening to stab me in the face if I didn't behave myself. <laughs> I never realised it's a, it's something men should be, like boys should be taught it, right? Because it's fucking sure. hard. Women are attractive. Shit. How the fuck are you supposed to say no if you're a single guy and you just want to get on with your life? Yeah, but also why why should you say no if you want to and you're attracted to them and there's consent there? Like just No, obviously it's not, it's not, it's fine now and again, but if you're in a position like I was where I was trying to make my career go to the next level move from BBC3 to BBC1 or if I wanted to model for Vogue or whatever and and I need to be in the gym and I can't be just shagging and drinking and all the stuff that goes with it if you're in a position an almost addiction position where for a beautiful you're thinking about the nursing home you're going to be in one day (laughs) this is what happened to me I used to think about the nursing home I would be in one day and that I said no to that beautiful girl that I could have shagged that night and I thought that will haunt me forever so I have to shag her 
That's sure. how a man. If you want to know how a man's brain works, girls, that's how most of our brains work. I promise you. It's like wow. it's like a. It's I like do a, have to vouch for you there. It's it's like um the equivalent for a, if you've ever been to a buffet and you wake up the next morning and think fuck man I didn't do the buffet justice. There was all that food and I didn't <laughs> eat it. It's not. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's good, Lindsay. I'm trying to. I'm trying to educate women about how men's brains work, and maybe it doesn't need to be that way. If we spoke to our 12 and 13 year old boys in sex education, educated them better, they might grow up a bit stronger. So, if you if you had a boy, would you do it, Russell? Would you tell them? Yeah, I would because I was in. I was in a compulsive position. It was affecting my health, so I was touring. So we stand up, you're filming during the day and being missed everyone's mate and Mr. Personality, then doing it all night. You need to fucking look after yourself. You're going to get properly ill. You're going to get mentally ill or physically ill. And I would sit down and the DMs would fling up and it was like a junkie. It was like, I need to be in the gym in the morning. Because it's validation. That's where we're finding validation, right or wrong, is, is through those sexual conquests, essentially. Right. What can we do about that? Eliminate it. Just stop it. Just fucking wrap it up, lock it away and don't let it out. Strap it. Strap it up. Yeah. <laughs> but it gets boring quick. If you're not pathological, it does get boring quick. It sounds like you're getting to that place. After about six, nine, 12 months of it, you're ready. You think, shit, no, a girlfriend would be... <laughs> Three, six, nine, twelve a year. No, but past a year, past a year, it is like you're some sort of dairy cow just being function milked. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like a cow right now, y'all? <laughs> Into the milking parlour at 6am. <laughs> oh, it's such a hard life. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but the thing is, it sounds like you're bitching about... But eventually it will cost you real-life things because we all know, without naming any fellow comedians, we know how bad this can get to the point where it's compulsive. So there's men, fellow comedians of mine, who like couldn't... I've got stories. They couldn't even like go into the McDonald's and order a burger, and then they would have to fuck one of the girls working there in their lunch. Like their life was ruined. They couldn't get anything done. And in the end, if you do that long enough, it's like using a drug or using alcohol. You can't feel properly, so you can't fall in love. You can't have mm-hmm. normal sex, and then you're fucked. Can I ask a question? You know, like if a woman has so much sex, they get sore. Why don't men get sore? Fucking hell, Lindsay, that's a, te- that's a technical you question. Yeah, you, of course you get sore dick if you're, if you're shagging two, three times a yeah. day. Yeah, you, you just power through it. You're ready to go once a day, though, <sighs> definitely. Now, once a day would not be an issue. And would struggle. most men would struggle if they were dropped into that position to, to say no. And I know it sounds like I'm having a bit of fun, but eventually it becomes a problem because it will become an addiction. Anything can that's pleasurable. So can we just go on the record to say I saved she you? Did, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay was just one of she was ticket number one four eight on on the blue. You're it was the blue the blue girl. reel ticket was it or the, and uh, no I'm joking oh, and I decided off. Lindsay I took Lindsay through to judges' houses with ten other girls and that's when she won the final the life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's such a wind-up, honestly. I will. This will just come through the floor in a minute, Russell. You'll see. Anyway, I just thought it was important to get into because we're we're at two different stages. Yeah, but I've been where you were, and it was all fun, sex, and partying for a few months. And it was like, oh shit, I couldn't actually stop this if I wanted to, and that scared the fucking life out of me. For sure, and I think it's. I think you've got to be self-aware in order to recognise it before it gets out of hand. And I'm, you know, I think I'm just at a position where I'm like, you know, there's other things that 
fill my time better and that allow me to be the person that I am as opposed to falling into that place. You know, I come across people that are five, 10 years into it and it's like they've been stagnant. They've been stuck in the same place. They are partying and it looks like they're having a great time, but, you know, their soul isn't fulfilled and they're not happy. And I think it's about when you remove the validation that men get from sex and that kind of conquest that we feel, there's a lot of other things in order to that self-control can can allow us to achieve in other places and I think everything is a balance but I think what you said is true you know the more you fuck around the harder it is to find meaning in relationships with people that's the same with anything fucking split the wine ecstasy is the same with any substance that pushes you into an abnormal pleasure. Lindsay, I don't want to drift too far from the question. because Can I just ask a, a question to E.R. quickly? So you know that like you're saying you're going to, um, to LA and stuff and you're in between the two. What do you think serves you better, like being in England or LA? Or what's more, what gives you more temptation then? Because it sounds that's like okay. LA is so amazing. That gives you <laughs> temptation. Therefore, mm, that's going to have a mum, the that's effect a mum that you question. don't want. That's like a mum question. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, LA is more tempting but it's also a lot of fun and I think you know I am it's funny we're talking about self-control because I want to have ultimate control over myself and LA is a challenge because it's it's presenting itself as can I really grasp that and I'm not willing to be defeated by somewhere I'm willing to gain that control over somewhere Mm. and I will achieve that. Lindsay I want to ask you the same question about self-control and career and life goals to what extent has self-control impacted on your own career trajectory in your honest opinion? I think when it came to the business that I set up that probably would have done gone differently, I just had a baby, so there was all that sort of thing. So I do think timing has something to do with it. In terms of self-control, that's when I was like, I'm going to start the 5am club. So I did I did make attempts to take control and try and do everything. I think that's the problem is I tried to do everything. I tried to be the IT person, I tried to be the delivery person, the packet, you know. So I think there comes to a point where you've got to, you can't do everything. So you've got to make changes in some way. Okay, guys, we're currently on a break. Please don't shag anyone. We'll be back with part two, all about self-control. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 